0: Hello Crackheads, you're listening to Paranormal Cracktivity, I'm Justin.
1: And I am, again, always Dreek.
0: Welcome back, how are you feeling Dreek?
1: Welcome back, how am I feeling? I'm I'm feeling the spirit.
0: I love to hear it.
1: Take that however you want to, but I'm feeling the spirit. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> it can be the spirit of Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the middle of March, in the middle of
0: spring. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) What about Swinter? You remember that? Swinter? Oh, I do remember that, you know? (laughs) Happy Swinter. Happy Swinter solstice.
1: (laughs) I... Oh my goodness.
0: I am so happy that it's spring. Oh my gosh. I, I finally got the allergies. I'll i have like one or two, but one or two days, maybe three days of allergies where it's just like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But then the rest of spring for me is like just bliss.
1: And to that, I say, aha. <laughs> because not, some of us are not as lucky. I know. I know. Oh, ah. Uh. But it's it's been raining, so every it's been raining intermittently, oh. and so I feel like after it rains, a day or two after, I my allergies aren't bothering me as bad because the pollen has been washed to the floor. It's only when mm-hmm. the pollen is literally in the air, it it, it really bothers me. But, mm-hmm. suck it up, Buttercup.
0: <laughs> suck it up, Buttercup. I encourage all, all the crackheads to get outside and go for a walk. So. Maybe after then rain. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> oh, after after the rain. Yeah.
1: Well, Justin, what do we have prepared for the crackheads today?
0: You know, I was just about to ask you the same thing. Um, really? <laughs> what do we I have may prepared? know. <laughs> do you know what we're doing today, Justin? Oh, <laughs> uh, I okay. I do know. We are doing a double double trouble PCP
1: episode yes double trouble pcp i love it
0: so this is a name that i'm making up right now spooky prisons no i don't like it i'm sorry make up another one (laughs) um Um, paranormal prisons oh my god yes paranormal prisons there we go so welcome we are branding that pretend you didn't hear any of that welcome to paranormal prisons um i'm justin your host <laughs> i am
1: drake your your sub host
0: <laughs> no co-host co-host i'm your co-host yes your sub- no, we're the wrong co- anchors <laughs> we're the anchors of the of the paranormal prison <laughs> of this paranormal boat this paranormal boat no that's this right. paranormal prison oh so what we didn't talk about is who's going first. I don't um do you wanna go first? We did not. Or should I go first? No, I feel like mine is very
1: <clears throat> like, you know I feel like you would have a much better story than I would and I I would much rather you go first.
0: Oh, I don't think that's true. But but since I have been um not present <laughs> for a while, I feel like I should give you guys a story. So here we go oh my goodness so we're going to be talking about the west virginia penitentiary also known as the moundsville penitentiary
1: have you have
0: you ever heard of this one
1: i've heard of west virginia once or twice once or twice yeah Uh, yeah same here um I cannot tell you anything that's
0: in West Virginia, actually. Mm-hmm. 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 It's west of. But I know this Bridget prison is. This prison it's is. West. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's in the Appalachian Mountains. We love that. So yeah, let's. I'm gonna <laughs> jump do. jump right in. <clears throat> let's go. Okay, so we, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I just like malfunctioned for a second because I haven't read through my notes. <laughs> um, just as, like, <laughs> so West Virginia seceded from regular Virginia in 1863, and was admitted to the union on June 20th. And this is important because the West Virginia Penitentiary was the first prison in West Virginia. So the newly established state needed a place to house prisoners, and the governor, Arthur I. Borman, lobbied the West Virginia legislature for a state prison but was denied, and so they were sending prisoners either out of state or to county jails, which ended up causing some issues, because in 1865, um, a total of nine inmates escaped from from the jails. From what I could find, it wasn't like nine at one time, it was like all around the state like nine people escaped in that year and so the following year in february 1866 the legislature approved for 10 acres of land to be purchased in moundsville west virginia and these 10 acres were purchased for three thousand dollars which today would be about fifty six thousand seven hundred and sixty two dollars that's still not a lot still not a lot no yeah yeah um inflation. So this land get was rid <laughs> get rid of inflation. <laughs> get rid of her. <laughs> yes, I agree. So this land was traditionally home to native peoples, primarily the Shawnee tribes and likely also Cherokee tribes and possibly other Appalachian native peoples whose cultural history has been suppressed. The prison is actually directly across from the Grave Creek Mound, which is one of the largest conical type Adena Mound structures dating to roughly 250 to 150 BC. So what does that mean? Good question. So from what I could find, Adena is actually kind of just like a made a made up word. I didn't really look that into it. It's basically just a word to describe people, the indigenous people from this era of living. So like 250 B.C. to 150 B.C. But those tribes... The Adena people? The, right, right. But those were like a handful of different... Like they didn't... They weren't the Adena people. They were just like a handful of tribes. And now today we call them the Adena people. But it was like a lot of people. So I think that's important to mention, but basically like people, um, indigenous people would leave mounds and I, I'm probably going to say this wrong. So I apologize to everybody, but, um, mounds like of things that they left behind this specifically said grave, grave Creek mound. So I'm not sure if that's because it was a grave or if it's because there was, um, a creek nearby called grave creek but they certainly were used as graves um in certain places and this one could have been a grave also
1: that's my last name
0: it is your last name i noticed that uh again if i got any of that wrong please correct me because i want to be as um uh, I want to recognize the, these people as much as I possibly can and as accurately as I possibly can. So,
1: It is 2023. Somebody will correct you if you're wrong, Justin.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so the first phase of building was completed in 1876. And by the time it was completed, the total cost was, th- get ready for this, $363,061 dollars. Which today would be over six million eight hundred thousand dollars, so it ended up costing so many to sponsor money. them <laughs> for real <laughs> didn't even know West Virginia had that kind of money, but I, should... I didn't even know West Virginia was a part of Virginia, <laughs> oh yeah, well, luckily they were on the right side of the war, but
1: luckily, I'm so glad yeah I'm glad they left for the right reasons,
0: mm-hmm. So the design of the prison was modeled after the Northern Illinois Penitentiary at Joliet, which was a neo-gothic revival architecture style. Um and I'm also going to do a bad job of describing that so you can google it if you want, but to me it's very like castle-esque kind of. And they also used yeah, like sure <laughs> and they also used locally quarried sandstone for the structure we love that live love local
1: we love a stone
0: mm-hmm. and the prison was constructed by the prisoners <clears throat> we love that too
1: did they get paid
0: you know i didn't, I didn't they read were anything yeah i didn't read anything about that i think it was just prison labor yeah Yep, yep, yep. Maybe they got something from the commissary. Who knows? I, that's a is good that question. Commissary, Commis- commissary, commissary, commissary. is it that where they buy their stuff from? They have like a little market called a commissary. If you know, so. email us, <laughs> or <laughs> um, send us a DM, or send us a DM. Um. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I feel like to you know, I don't even know if. Prisoners get paid today for the work they, they, they do, I think. since I, yeah, some, they do. In some way or another. So I actually don't know if prisoners were getting paid back in this time. I mean, we're going to find out, of course, the conditions were not great.
1: Um, but you also have the thing that people owned other people during this time.
0: Exactly. So it's very, so likely, probably not. very likely that they were not getting paid. Very good point. So, um, yeah, it was constructed by the prisoners. And then once this... First building, the first phase of building was completed. There was the North Wagon Gate, which was at the entrance, the South Hall, which contained 224 cells, and the North Hall, which contained a kitchen, a dining hall, a hospital, and a chapel. And then later on, additional holding cells were added to the North Hall. There's also a four-story tower connecting the halls which included administrative offices, living space for the warden and their family, and also cells for female inmates. Um, yeah, and then that there seems was like
1: a common thread. W- uh, what part? Like, the wardens living in the prison. Like, why are you, why is your family living in a prison? Yeah, that's a good
0: point. And I, I don't know. I will say that later on, they, like, changed that. They actually built, like, a house that was, like, close to the prison, but not in the prison for the warden. Good for them. But still. But, yeah. I guess it's better than
1: living with convicted criminals.
0: True. True, true. That's a hard line of work. I mean, I couldn't imagine.
1: I couldn't imagine having a family and then being like, hey, we're going to live in a prison.
0: Right. You're bringing your kids and your wife there and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just the,
1: the energy. The energy. The, the, the energy. energy. The
0: energy. Mm-hmm. And so there was, uh, yeah, there was also a prison yard. Um, you know, a prison That's yard. That's where
1: his sons would play. Mm-hmm. His sons and daughters <laughs>
0: would play with the inmates.
1: <laughs> Pass the ball here, kid. Mm.
0: Oh, goodness. <clears throat> okay. So at this point, after they had finished this first phase of building, the prison was officially opened, and they started out housing 251 male inmates. But then the second phase of construction began, also by constructed by the prisoners, which included building of workshops and other facilities, and then more was added in later on, including a school and a library by the year 1900 so they ended up getting pretty big and then i also read that even later on they had like a farm farm area like in a barn and like uh not too far from the prison there was also like a mining camp area too so they had lots of stuff going on
1: trying to be self-sustainable
0: yeah so in addition
1: that <laughs> yeah
0: in addition in addition to um i just totally lost my train of thought in addition to education the inmates were involved in a number of trade jobs including working in a carpentry shop a paint shop a wagon shop a stone yard a brickyard a blacksmith a tailor a bakery a hospital and then like i said the farming and the coal mining so speaking of being self-sustainable they really had everything
1: that's a small town
0: it really is yeah yeah that's why i thought it was funny when you said that because it literally was like a small town like they had everything so so yeah so conditions in the prison as i mentioned they were good ish at first and the inmates had access to educational materials and jobs um but Pretty soon, things started to take a turn for the worst, and eventually, this prison was ranked as one of the top 10 most violent correctional facilities by the U.S. Department of Justice. Go off. uh, Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So one reason for this may have been overcrowding. They were having to house three inmates in cells that were meant for two, and so two of the inmates would sleep on the bunks, and then one would have to sleep on a mattress on the floor. And these were also really small cells. I think I'll tell you how big they are in a little bit, but they were really small. So in 1929, the state decided to double the size of the prison in response to this issue. So, again, it was the prisoners who were building the renovations and it wasn't completed, however. So they they decided to double the size in 1929, but it wasn't completed until 1959. So the overcrowding just continued. Yeah, for like a really long, really long time.
1: But if you have more prisoners than you know what to do with, have them build the prison and pay them to build the prison.
0: Yeah, you would think. I think that it was because of the war, like, the one of the world oh, wars man. that they were... But at the same time, like, the prisoners are in the prison, like, well, whatever. I guess it's not Could my... Could prisoners get drafted? Not my war. No. Well, maybe. But in my mind, I'm thinking, like, maybe they were, like, I don't know, doing rations. In the front lines? Like, making, oh. I don't know, making guns, something awful. They sent them out there first. Yeah, right. They probably... <laughs> just like I go.
1: Mean,
0: from the things i've read about this place they really did not care <laughs> but yeah so in total 36 homicides occurred inside the prison and 104 men were executed so 85 of these executions were by hanging which was the accepted method of execution until 1949. And then they began execution by electrocution. And the electric chair in the West Virginia Penitentiary was called Old Sparky. How charming. Um. <laughs> Let's I have no words. <laughs> There's nothing to say. It's like, uh... That is so, like,
1: <laughs> morbid.
0: Yeah, seriously. Old Sparky.
1: Old Sparky.
0: Oh, goodness. Mm. So, and a little bit more of the history on the evening of November 7th, 1979, a convicted murderer named Jack S. Hart, who was a prison barber, overpowered an armed prison guard with a 32 caliber I'm sorry, it was an unarmed prison guard with a 32 caliber automatic pistol and he took their keys before busting out onto jefferson avenue along with 14 other inmates so 15 in all um busted out of the prison on that night dang yeah once they were out on the street the escaped inmates were seen by state trooper philip s kesner who attempted to intervene before being shot and killed by one of the inmates named Ronald Turney Williams. So Williams remained at large for 18 months um, committing crimes and, yeah, like robbing and murdering and all that, and until finally he was apprehended in a shootout with federal agents in New York City. So... It's quite a story. I wonder what else he got up to. Ronald seems like quite the character.
1: By eighteen months?
0: He was out. Yeah, he was. He he broke out for eighteen months, but just couldn't quit that life of crime. You know. I just because if
1: I <coughs> broke out of prison, you wouldn't you wouldn't catch me again. Mm. Bet you.
0: Right, 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 right. For I'm sure. going to be in Nova Scotia. <laughs> Nova Scotia. I'll be. I'll meet you there. <laughs>
1: or was that me just saying that i was going to be in nova scotia so that way when i do break out of prison the first place they go to is nova scotia oh uh,
0: you're smart take that for what you want you're smart look at that Take that for what you want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so eight of the other inmates were caught on the following day eight of the 15 were caught the, the day after they escaped and then one other one was found shot dead 40 miles from the city So that's nine out of the 15. And then we just heard about the other one who was caught in New York. I don't really know what happened to the other five. (laughs) If you know, let me know. (laughs) But, um, yeah. (laughs) One of them turned out to be Dan Cooper. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The other one was in Nova Scotia.
1: (laughs) If we have any listeners in
0: Nova Scotia, hi. Hi. So according to superintendent Richard M- Momon Mon something like that on the night of the escape there were 24 guards on duty overseeing 690 prisoners. Okay. So I don't That's know a nice a, ratio. I don't know a lot about prisons but that seems like a pretty thin pretty slim ratio to me honestly. 24 up against 690.
1: That's 29 prisoners to watch for per person, per guard. Hmm. When you have a gun, it doesn't... I just feel like, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be you're easier to watch 29 people because you, like, you have a gun.
0: That's what I was actually just about to say. Like, you're not expecting them to have a thirty two caliber automatic pistol. You know, if they're not armed, then I guess one person for 29 people is all right. I don't know. And if they're in handcuffs... Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But this guy was the barber. I mean, he also had, like, what, like, razors and scissors and stuff oh, that he could have used. So, can't imagine what he was up to. So, conditions only got worse, unfortunately. And by the mid 1980s, the facility was housing 2,000 inmates. That's too much. Quite a lot. Yes, most of the locks on the cells had been picked, so prisoners were roaming the halls, and diseases were spreading because of issues with bad plumbing and insects. I thought you said incest. (laughs) I'm like Justin. I should have just said bugs. They need to fix it. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: I was like, are they putting brothers and sisters in the same cell?
0: Oh no, I still don't even know if there's if there's females in this prison either. Honestly,
1: well, that makes sense. You're yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So, no incest.
0: <laughs> Let's hope not. <clears throat> Pray not. <laughs> okay, so another another big thing that happened in the prison. On January first of nineteen eighty six, as I mentioned, by the nineteen eighties it was two thousand prisoners. There was a massive riot on on that night and they had been yeah. They had been planning it for the New Year's holiday to take advantage of the like because a lot of security guards were requesting off for the holiday. So there was thin security Already, as I said, there was, like, 24... Like, if there was now... If there was still only 24 guards, over 2,000 inmates, that's a lot. <laughs> and then if there's even less because it's a holiday, maybe there's only, like, I don't know. Girl, let's two. break out. Yeah, for real. Let's for just... like let, Come on.
1: Because how are you just going to... How are you going to make this so easy for us?
0: For real. Because I feel like to a certain point,
1: a certain amount of humans could overpower one person with a gun
0: mm, definitely
1: because there's only so fast you can unless it's an automatic rifle we're not going to talk about guns continue
0: okay <laughs> at five thirty on january 1st 1986 a group of 20 inmates known as the avengers stormed the mess hall and quote within seconds the captain and five other officers and a food service worker were tackled and slammed to the floor. Inmates put knives to their throats and handcuffed them with their own handcuffs. End quote. That's pretty bad. So none of the captives were seriously injured, though. uh, However, three inmates were killed in the process. Oh, no. Yeah, But um, Governor Arch A. Moore Jr., went to the penitentiary, um, and met with the inmates, and together they agreed upon new rules and standards for the prison. So at least some change came out of it, I guess. I I, I dig it. I can dig it. Yeah. I can dig it. But later that same year, however, in 1986, the West Virginia Supreme Court ruled that confinement in the cells, which were five by seven feet, there it is, constituted an unusual punishment. hmm. hmm.
1: That's yeah. like a really big poster.
0: Three, three people were living in those cells, at least as far as With we the know. With a toilet? I'm assuming.
1: Y'all are going to have to sleep literally like a sandwich. Yeah. Like, what other options do you have? Oh, you have a bunk bed. Never mind.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but still. Really bad. So, the, the it was ruled that this was constituted cruel and unusual punishment. And so... Um, Th- that happened in 1986, but it took a little bit while for, th- for the prison to officially close because they had to work on transferring the inmates. So it wasn't until 1995 that the prison was officially closed, and the inmates were transferred to the Mount Olive Correctional Complex. The following year, on September 19, 1996, the site was added to the National Register of Historic Places okay yeah so that is the history of the west virginia penitentiary i dig it and now i'm gonna read just a few of the spooky things that i found as early as the 1930s there were reports of hauntings Guards would set off the alarm after seeing an inmate in maintenance areas where they were not allowed, but then upon investigating, no one would be there, which, I mean... When I read that, the first thing I thought was about how, like, just a second ago, I read that all the locks were picked and that the prisoners were roaming the halls. (laughs) So So that was definitely Jimmy from Block 214. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. So also in the basement, there is a rec room, which was called the Sugar Shack where (laughs) (laughs) where inmates would engage in some unsavory activities and today visitors report hearing disembodied whispers and talking and arguing between inmates other people say they hear unexplained noises and feel cold spots in this particular room I would too. Yeah. I would too. I'm sure it was cold in the prison, in the basement.
1: <laughs> it might have been hot. There were three people in a room. Oh my gosh,
0: you're right. It was probably. Ugh, oh, so and they yucky. had diseases, and oh my gosh. People really, breathing on me? Oh my goodness. Ugh. Speaking of breathing on you, there's also a spirit that is said to walk the halls of the basement, like the whole basement who was allegedly a maintenance man that would spy on the nefarious dealings of the inmates and report them. So because of this, he got shivved in the bathroom and now his spirit haunts the basement halls. Sad. Why y'all shiving people? I know let people live.
1: He was doing this his job. Like, this
0: is a prison.
1: I know for real. You're in prison. I hope you were there for a reason. Yeah, of co- yeah, hopefully. And that it wasn't a wrongful conviction. Right, right, right. And if that is the case, you're in prison. Chill out.
0: Yeah. Like, why,
1: like, you're literally in prison. Like, chill out. Facts. This so is giving the, me very much like
0: Orange is the New Black vibes. I have been thinking about that like the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I love that show.
1: <laughs> oh, Piper.
0: Piper. Uh. Was that her name?
1: Or was it Pepper? Pippa.
0: Yeah, one of them was Piper, I think.
1: Piper. I, I, I dig
0: it. Yeah. So the oldest structure on the property is the North Wagon Gate, which was once the location of the execution gallows. And when people are here, they report an evil feeling in this space, as well as a feeling of being watched also voices and sounds have been recorded and strange figures have been seen here. So that's the North Wagon Gate.
1: North there's, Wagon Gate, get
0: it. Yeah. And then there is the the North Hall, which is also a hot spot for paranormal activity. There have been reports of loud banging on cell doors and photographed anomalies. And people say that they feel very uncomfortable there.
1: Nice plug.
0: Yeah. In the solitary confinement area, people report feeling cold spots and also as if they are being touched on the back. Do not touch me. (laughs) For real. That would be it for me.
1: Would you rather be touched or breathed on by ghosts?
0: Ugh. I feel like I would rather be breathed on because that's something that I could, like, I could be like, oh, no, that was just the wind. (laughs) Like, if somebody full on touches me, then I have to, like, face the fact that that there was a spirit there.
1: (laughs) When I tell you I'm coming out, I'm swinging. Yeah. I don't care if you're not there I'm swinging <laughs> Bang 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 You t- No I not be touching my ghost Because I'm gonna go crazy Because I'm gonna try to fight the ghost
0: I would run I would not even Try I would be running out of there <laughs> You're more flight
1: I'm more fight
0: Yeah apparently
1: Bang bang move I'm not, That's a fight I'm not gonna win <laughs> I can already tell you Uh huh the- All the ghost had to do was touch me <laughs>
0: so there is one other apparition who is uh who is reoccurring and who people like talk about and say that they see every once in a while and they call it the shadow man because it lurks around the prison in dark spaces and appears as an intimidating dark shadow and i think that i might have even seen a picture also of this one since y'all can't see me i'm
1: shaking my head
0: <laughs> he is Shadow Man. <laughs> Shadow Man. I think no there's man. a good. I think there's like a good no-name song called Shadow Man. If y'all haven't heard that, I'll I just dig check it. it out. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, no so the, sponsor us. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're not, she's not gonna sponsor us. <laughs> 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 um, so the last, the last thing I have is just is just a quote because I couldn't figure out a way to. um <clears throat> What's the word? Conclude. Yeah, sure. There's just there's just a lot of a lot of information in this paragraph, and so I was just I just was just going to say the whole thing. So this came from a, like a, what is it, um, an article called, haunted West Virginia penitentiary, and I got it from Legends So, there I'm citing my sources. Quote. Throughout the prison, visitors and staff report seeing fleeting glimpses of apparitions, smelling unpleasant odors, strange noises and echoes, feelings of being watched, and a disembodied voice that says, help, I am trapped. Visitors have felt brushed, tapped, and even shoved by invisible hands, and cameras have captured ghostly mists, faces, figures, and orbs some have seen ghosts some have seen the ghosts of prisoners in uniforms walking the halls and disappearing into the walls End quote no <laughs>
1: <laughs> like db cooper's famous last words no Nope.
0: <laughs> and so that's it that was that's... really good justin Oh, I thank you. Thank you. I thought it was pretty it spooky. Was nice. It was nice.
1: It was very refreshing. I don't think we've done anything really like actually like, like paranormal. We've done some cracktivity stuff, definitely.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: we have.
0: Like,
1: I think the closest was like the Island of the Dolls.
0: Oh, that's right. I was trying to think. I, I definitely researched one thing that had to do with ghosts, and I think it was the Island of the Dolls. That was the only one. Yeah. But this is definitely different because it's like a building and it's like there's like places yeah. and there's reports and things. And so much history.
1: Absolutely. Now, how does one top that?
0: Oh, I'm so excited to hear your story.
1: <clears throat> you go to Ohio. Ohio. So, Ohio. I just so un like unrelated. <clears throat> I heard that there was a website in Charleston that was called gobacktoohio.com or (laughs) something like that. Because people say that too many people from Ohio come to Charleston. Really? Yeah. I know one person from Ohio who lives in Charleston, but I really like that person and I don't want that person to go back to Ohio.
0: Yeah. I never see that person, but yeah no same i didn't i didn't know that was a thing so we're going to
1: ohio for my paranormal prison oh no and we're going to be talking about the ohio state reformatory Ooh. now the ohio state reformatory also known as the mansfield reformatory is a prison located in mansfield ohio hence the name mansfield reformatory hmm the history of the of the Ohio State Reformatory began in eighteen sixty two because the land where the reformatory would be built was used as a training camp called Camp Mordecai Bartley.
0: Hmm.
1: I just have to say I love the name Mordecai. I'm sorry, I don't know what oh, it really? is. I just think I just think <clears> the <throat> name Mordecai is it from in the Bible? Do you know?
0: Uh not off the top of my head, but I think you're right.
1: It's just a beautiful, Mordecai.
0: I only think about regular show when I hear Mordecai,
1: but. (laughs) I think that's the only, that's the only thing I've known in this world to name, to be named Mordecai, but I just think it's such a beautiful name.
0: It is a beautiful name.
1: I'll I'll name my next dog Mordecai. Oh. Anyway, this camp was intended. (laughs) (laughs) Morty. Morty okay let me get I actually together. love it maybe that's, maybe that's morty's actual name maybe Mordecai. it is
0: i never even put that together that's how i really love that actually
1: i love it okay let me let me regroup <laughs> okay so this camp was intended to train civil war soldiers in 1867 mansfield was chose for the placement of a new penitentiary called the intermediate penitentiary penitentiary how do you say that word penitentiary, penitentiary.
0: i say penitentiary because penitentiary i i think of Erica Badu every time you know that song yeah
1: living in the penitentiary yeah, yeah. mhm this was the original name um, the inter intermediate Penitentiary was the original name to the Ohio State Reformatory. Mm. The city of Mansfield was able to raise ten thousand dollars to purchase the thirty acres of land for the prison, and the state acquired one hundred and fifty acres of adjacent land for twenty thousand. The cost of the facility was one million, three hundred twenty-six thousand, seven hundred
0: and sixty-nine dollars. Oh wow! But that seems like a lot I more can't, land
1: yeah i can't calculate for that period of time because like my inflation calculator doesn't go that far back so let's just see how much one million dollars would be in the year 1913 close enough right hmm. over three million dollars so this and that time would be well over three million dollars well. Wow. So the reason why it was called the intermediate penitentiary was because it would serve as a halfway point between the juvenile boy center and the actual state penitenti- penitentiary. I'm just going to say pen. Oh. Mhm. And the state pen in Columbus, which was intended to house young first-time offenders. Construction for the buildings finally began in 1886. And today the main building has an interior of 250,000 square feet. Now, continuing with the history of the Ohio state reformatory, the original architect for the design was Levi Schofield. He intended to use three different types of architectural styles, Victorian Gothic, Um, Richardson Romanesque and Queen Anne. Oh, wow. His reasoning for the three design choices was to help encourage inmates to become reborn back into their spiritual lives. (gasps) And I wrote, what does that even mean?
0: I don't know what it means, but I love it.
1: (laughs) He's like, maybe the architecture will change their whole outlook on life. And uplift their spirits I actually love that I can get behind it but the creation and the final construction of the entire entire building was subsequently entrusted to the architect Frederick F schnitzer and he was inspired by Bavarian castles because he had seen Bavarian castles in his youth growing up in Bavaria uh-huh. In 1891, the name was changed from the intermediate Intermediate Pen to Ohio State Reformatory. And this man, um, F. Frederick F. Schnitzel, oh no, Sch- Schitz- <laughs> I'm going with it. Schitzner. Go with it. He also designed five other major buildings in the state of Ohio. They weren't major enough for me to write them down, but they were major.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: On September 15th, 1896, the Reform- the Reformatory opened its doors to its first 150 prisoners. These prisoners were brought by train from Columbus and put immediately to work on the prison sewer system and the 25-foot stone wall surrounding the complex.
0: Oh, wow
1: schnitzel was no that's not his name schnitzer schnitzer was presented with a silver double inkwell by the governor of the state in a lavish ceremony to thank him for his services oh the building however was not complete until 1910 due to funding issues oh wow and if like if you have like all this quote-unquote labor why aren't you just like paying them to do it
0: oh yeah Justin. I don't know. why do you
1: think what do you think about that same thing with yours your case like they had all these prisoners but like there were de- weren't there like delays and stuff like that
0: yeah i wonder if they just like put the prisoners to work couldn't afford like the materials or something
1: Maybe it was that. Maybe they were already using the prison. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they didn't have that locally quarried sandstone.
1: Sandstone. Mm. Iconic. Like all reformatories, the prison started off with the intentions of trying to reform the lives of the prisoners instead of punishing them for the crimes that they had committed. Mm -hmm. There was a school, there was a chapel, and even a gym. As time went on, the prison began to lose funding and the state began to send more people to the Ohio state reformatory. Because of this, there was overcrowding and lack of appropriate necessities like toiletries and sleepwear. And this is when the prison would begin to take a toll for the worst. Because the state was no longer only sending minor offenders, Ohio State Reformatory eventually transitioned from a, from a reformatory to a maximum security prison that contained high-level criminals. Oh. Mistreatment by guards became common, and in 1895, 45 prisoners were hung by their thumbs for refusing to work because they lost access to tobacco.
0: Oh my gosh. What? That's they were insane. hung by their thumbs. That is so insane. I've never Justin, heard anything people, like that in I, my I'm life. I'm <laughs> telling you,
1: people are sick. Seriously? Oh my gosh. Why are you hanging people? <laughs> no, sir. That is Where did so they get bad. this idea from?
0: Uh. I'd love
1: to know. That's
0: so crazy. There was,
1: there was some sick individual, like who had that, like in his mind, and he just had it come mm-hmm. to fruition. There's no way because right. of tobacco. Well, mm. they refused to like to continue to work because they lost access to tobacco. Which I'm like, tobacco protest over something else. Mm-hmm. Maybe toiletries, sleepwear yeah but no it was the tobacco that got them Mm -hmm. they're like we cannot wipe our ass and we're cold as we sleep but we want tobacco (laughs) your priorities (laughs) priorities man so over 214 people died at ohio state reformatory including Mm -hmm. two guards who were killed during escape escape attempts oh But most of those 214 people died because of the influenza, tuberculosis, or any other disease that can spread in a group of unvaccinated people that live in small spaces. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: At least one man was hung. Wait, at least one man hung himself and another by the name of James Lockhart set himself on fire with turpentine he stole from the furniture shop in the prison oh my god so based on those alone there are claims that there are sounds of chains dropping voices footsteps on the floor growls from the inside of unoccupied cells and even church bells wow now we're gonna go back to what i said about how Wardens should not let their families live in the prisons because mm-hmm. I just feel like this—the spirit, the energy—you know—is really off because mm-hmm. it's probably a prison. So there was the Ohio State Reformatory had one warden who had his family live at the prison, and his wife his his wife was reaching for something on a top shelf, but she accidentally knocked over the warden's gun and it accidentally fired and it shot and it killed her that's so unlucky
0: oh my god so because
1: of that it is also said that you can smell her perfume as you walk the halls
0: oh no i hate that
1: and i also read that you can smell campfires but i'm like what does that have to do with prisons but I thought it was interesting that they would yeah. smell like campfires. Maybe
0: it's the tobacco.
1: Maybe it's the tobacco. Mm-hmm. So the reformatory remained in full operation <laughs> until December 1990, when it was closed via a federal court order. As a result of the prisoners suing this jail, they decided to close the prison by the end of december of 1986. Mm -hmm. the closing date was changed from december of 1986 to the end of 1990 due to delays in construction for another facility that they would have to send all the prisoners that were at osr uh
0: that was the same for mine. That's crazy. Same dates and everything. So most of the grounds
1: and support buildings, including the outer wall, have been destroyed or demolished since its closing in 1990. Mm. And in 1995, the, the Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society was formed to turn the prison into a museum and conduct tours that would help fund the repairs and stuff that needed to take place in the prison to keep it functioning as a building not necessarily Mm. as a prison but as a building keeping Mm -hmm. it as like a function building um and some of this work even is going into having the building from deteriorating naturally so Mm -hmm. it's just some upkeep and the east cell block for the ohio state reformatory remains the largest freestanding cell block in the world at six tiers high
0: oh wow that's interesting
1: and so now i have a really fun fact for you justin do you watch movies at all do you like to watch movies
0: every once in a while
1: i'll take that as a no so (laughs) i'm sorry I love you (laughs) it was it was the set for two movies and these movies were air force one and one of my favorite movies of all time shawshank redemption
0: ah that's so cool
1: have you ever watched shawsh shawshank redemption
0: yes i have seen shawshank redemption it's been a while but
1: this makes me want to watch it again and mm-hmm. so every year, the prison puts on something called the Shawshank Hustle 7K. And it is a race around the building. Oh. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily around the building, but it's sponsored by the prison. Oh, that's cool. Ohio State I Reform didn't know Authority. that. Huh. And so that is the... Ohio State Reformatory Oh cool
0: That's so cool. What was That's your favorite cool part story. about
1: my prison? And I'll tell you my favorite part about your prison.
0: Honestly, I really liked the last part, the the um race around the prison for really? the Shawshank Shawshank race. Yeah, that sounded interesting. I mean, I it, dig it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the story part, about the the gun falling was pretty sad, but really pretty interesting. It was very sad. Yeah,
1: very interesting. I wonder what kind of perfume she wore Perfume she wore.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Probably Chanel Number Five.
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: Anyway, I would if I was a wife of a prison warden.
0: I thought you were say, you if I, I was living a... in a prison <laughs> if I was a wife ghost or something like that <laughs> a ghost a wife, wife ghost, a ghost <laughs> wife.
1: my favorite part of your prison was that it is in West Virginia and I literally know of no other building that is in West Virginia that has any <laughs> significance <laughs> so that I don't know any like buildings like in Ohio
0: i'm glad i'm glad i could do that for you
1: cleveland is in ohio
0: i don't consider the building yeah is it
1: all right cleveland ohio yeah yeah because our friend is from cleveland
0: oh yeah i I thought i was like is it not a building (laughs) cleveland Mm. Let me make it
1: clear, I do not think Cleveland is a building, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure Cleveland has some, like, really nice buildings because it's Cleveland.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: This made me want to name my next dog
0: Mordecai. You know, at first I was like, I don't like it because, well, only because, I don't know. I'm really warming up to it now. It's a really pretty name now that you think about it.
1: Mordecai. Just think about someone whispering it. Mordecai.
0: Okay, never mind. Oh never so <laughs> oh, I changed goodness, my mind. I cried.
1: <laughs> maybe maybe my dog's middle name should just be Mordecai. Bodie yeah. Mordecai Graves. That's it. I chose it. Bodhi yeah. has a new middle name.
0: That's so sweet. I love well, it. Well Justin, do we
1: have anything else to tell the listeners? I don't think
0: so. Um
1: well if you have any suggestions us. for us please shoot us an email or send us a dm on instagram at
0: paranormalivity podcast and ParanormalActivityPodcast at gmail.com yeah that you need you need the email in order to email us it's all the same do you you can find us just search us <laughs> do we have
1: an inst- do we have a Twitter yet?
0: no i don't Do you know tiktok no I'm those not are dangerous TikTok. apps yeah <laughs>
1: those are very dangerous apps maybe we maybe we will create a youtube channel so crackheads in the middle of our closing statement justin's hard drive filled up and i'm doing the closing by myself today goodbye see you later peace and love don't do crack Justin said don't smoke crack bye